0: Hello there! Glad you're tuning in to today's episode of Throwback Thursday. This is a September-only series in which we turn our attention to previous episodes of Recharge Radio and build upon those episodes a little bit more. As always, these episodes are meant to be a spiritual boost to your life and to your worship to God. Today's Throwback episode is on Mary's Magnificat, which is released on June 7th, 2021. This episode was part of a series on examples of worship, where we were taking a look at different kinds of worship to God throughout Scripture. It's easy for us to get so caught up with our situation or circumstances that we forget that we are Christians and that we are to worship God. At that point, it's hard to bring ourselves to worship or to go to the Word for examples of worship, and even when we go to the Word, we sometimes miss the examples of worship that we have in Scripture. In this month, we had the goal of pointing out different examples of worship that we can think about and recall throughout the day. And so when we do recall these examples of worship to mind in turbulent circumstances or difficult situations, we can remember to worship God in all that we do. In Mary's Magnificat, we see something very remarkable in her example of worship. She worships God from a position of humility and that's really neat. One great indicator of true worship is the humility you have before the Lord. If we really understand who we are before God, then it not only adds to our worship, it shapes our worship. And that's one of the really neat things about Mary's Magnificat, because you really see her humility before God. And that is a great call for us to examine our humility before God. As a side note, one of the neat things about scripture is how it puts women in such high regard. The fact that the Bible even includes women and their many feats throughout biblical history is wonderful. We see with many ancient pieces of text or ancient pieces of literature that women were treated with disregard or contempt, but that is not so with the Bible. As God has created man and woman, so too does his word include examples of worship from both man and woman. And so considering this fact, when we look at Mary's example of worship, it adds an extra layer in which we are able to appreciate how much Mary understands her position before the Lord. And so the call for today as you listen to this episode on Mary's Magnificat, consider your position before God. It does us no good to try and worship God from an arrogant attitude or from a high place. If we are humble in spirit before the Lord, That brings far more worship to the Lord than any boastful action we can do with ourselves. Welcome back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. We want to get you thinking of your worship to God as a Christian. My name is Tim, and thanks for tuning in. Well, it's Monday again, and you can definitely start to feel summer in the air. Well, at least here in San Diego. I hope you're all doing well and that you've been increasing in your faith. And so far, we study two different examples of worship. David, before the battle with Goliath, and Moses, as he leads Israel through the Red Sea. These are great examples of men who exercised great faith in the Lord, which caused them to do great and mighty things. This week, we'll be going through another two examples of worship, and I pray that it will continue to increase your worship to God. Today, we'll be going over Mary, the mother of Jesus. And first, to set some context to this particular episode, we need to understand that in these times, and in ancient times in general, women were not highly regarded. They were often left by the wayside, treated poorly, and even taken out of history books. But this is not so with Scripture. For God holds both men and women in high esteem, and he uses all of his creation for his glory. So when we see women in scripture, make note of it. And when we see examples of worship and praise that are women, let us rejoice in our God together. So let's take a look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, and her example of praise and worship in Luke chapter 1. Oftentimes we can miss Mary's Magnificat, or poem of praise, because it is right before the famous Christmas story, the birth of Jesus Christ. And right before Mary's Magnificat. we know that the angel Gabriel gave a message to Mary, telling her of the birth of Jesus Christ through her. And during that time, the birth of John the Baptist was also made known by Gabriel to Zacharias and Elizabeth. Mary visited Elizabeth, because they were relatives and they both shared the good news with one another which caused Mary to sing out in praise and this is where we get Mary's magnificat so let me read the first portion of this poem of praise and i want us to really take in the words that mary is saying and mary said my soul exalts the lord and my spirit has rejoiced in god my savior for he has had regard for the humble state of his bondslave For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is His name. And His mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear Him. Isn't that just a wonderful song of praise? Mary here is offering up sweet words and praises to God, and that should stir our hearts to worship God as well. As the words, my soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, as those words sit on our ears, I pray that it causes our hearts to burst with joy and with praise. For Mary's Magnificat is a great example of worship to the Lord because it shows us a deep praise of God and his works, and it also shows us what true humility looks like before God. So first, again, let's set more context to this situation. We have to understand that Mary was in a difficult situation, for she was found pregnant before being married. This is a serious issue, especially so in those times. For Mary to have a child outside of marriage meant that she was unfaithful to her betrothed Joseph, and she had committed adultery. This is an offense where the punishment would be stoning, a lethal punishment. In the Matthew account, Joseph even goes and tries to divorce Mary, but is given a message by the angel Gabriel about what is happening. That's right, an angel needed to step in because of how strange the situation was. In the midst of these puzzling things that were happening, Mary is still able to praise God from deep within her soul, from a place of humility. She didn't shake her fist at God and ask him why these things were happening to her, But she realized and understood the magnitude of God using a sinner like her. That's why when she says, For he has had regard for the humble state of his bondslave, it shows her understanding of her position before God. She refers to herself as a bondslave of God. She praises God as she knows she will be remembered as the mother of the Messiah. She praises God for the mighty work he is doing, and she praises God for the mercy shown to those who fear him. These are substantial words of praise, and it illuminates Mary's Magnificat as a song of great praise to him. And even more so as we understand that women were not held in high regard during these times, It shows Mary's thankfulness of God's grace in using her in his mighty plan. This Magnificat is a sure sign of Mary's praise and understanding that God was using her. And as she understood this truth, she held tightly onto her position of humility before the Lord. This portion of the Magnificat highlights for us Christians from where the praise ought to be from which is a position of humbleness. If we are proud before the Lord when we offer up our praise, then our praise is vanity. As Mary praised God from a place of humility, so we too ought to praise God in a similar fashion. And we can even remember the words of John the Baptist in John 3, verse 30. He must increase, but I must decrease. Christian, Today, there are two things to reflect upon. Is your praise grounded in humility? As Mary saw herself rightly, do we see ourselves rightly as slaves of God? If we do, that humbling fact should cause us to live a life full of praise and worship to the Lord. When we view ourselves rightly, we view the Lord rightly. Also, the second thing to consider is do you remember the works of God in your life? In our humility, let us also remember God's work in our life and the abundant blessings he gives and has given to us. This is a great praise that God has not left us here alone, but he continues to work through the word, through the church, and through the Christians who fear him today. Thanks for tuning in. I pray that today's episode has been profitable for your spiritual walk with the Lord. If you have any questions or comments, send them our way at rechargeradio at rgcsd.com. This is Tim signing off until next time.